Jane Edwards and I'm a writer, comedian and actor who just happens to love documentaries so I was really thrilled to find so many other people who love them too. This week I'm speaking to Martin Willis about Chicken People, the funny and uplifting 2016 documentary by Nicole Lucas Haynes which follows chicken breeding enthusiasts as they prepare for the biggest chicken show of the year. Martin is an actor, writer, comedian and ardent idiot. That's his words not mine. He's formerly one half of the award-winning eccentric duo Loose Brie and founder of production company Objectively Funny. He won the Comedian's Choice Award in 2022 and I think many will agree he is a shining light on the circuit so I was thrilled that he agreed to be on the poddy. Okay so that is recording, Um, I'll just do a little intro. So I'm joined this episode by Martin Willis, who is going to talk to us about chicken people. Martin, why did you choose this documentary? Oh, um, it's it was so hard. It was so hard to come to a decision at all. Um, I think what um, what made me choose this one in particular is because it is just it's so silly. <laughs> It says something about it, which is it, it's both. It's really like it's got a really big heart. But like ultimately, it's a it's about chickens, and chickens are just ridiculous, and it really does really does focus a lot on the chickens themselves, and it I don't know I, f- I find that just very fun to be around. I never think about chickens. I think that's what I thought when I was watching it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think considering the role they play in our lives, I I just ate an omelette, Jane. Not to, not to not not to overshare, but that that came from chickens, and like at no point in the even like, I'm sure there was a picture of a chicken on the egg box, but even do you know what I mean? I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind that a chicken was involved. You just never think about them, do you? They're weird little things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the, that's something I'm going to take away from this is I should respect chickens more. <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. Do you have any um, special connection to chickens? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like, was my uncle a chicken? I, I don't, I'm not that I know of. Um, no, do you know what? And I didn't, I don't think I had any interest in the subject until I saw the documentary. Do you know what I mean? Like I, it was literally, um, for any anyone that's not seen it, so it's about like show chickens. So it's about like, these really like beautiful like it's like it's crafts for chickens sort of um in america um and it's so these are like in inordinately like gorgeous Mm. beasts um but like so yeah i don't know i don't know i don't (laughs) that's not me saying i've got a connection to inordinately (laughs) gorgeous beasts but i think that like there's something that i that that alone was like that's a very just absorbing thing. You know, they're just really beautiful things to look at. Mm. Yeah, because I've never seen 
chickens like that before and I was so amazed at like how in depth they get in the judging and it's all by that one book right there's like the um the what's it called I wrote it down the American standard of perfection Jesus (laughs) 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 Um, which is like a hundred years old and so everyone all of these chickens like so there's like hundreds of or like dozens of breeds and then like different classes within breeds. So there's like hundreds of different like classes overall. And like all of them are judged by this one book, which says what every chicken should look like exactly. Um, I mean, that's just mad, isn't it? They're so like religious about it as well. Like they, they really like, yeah. they really love this book. <laughs> like they really like this really like guides all of these people's lives. Um, and then they spend just hours and hours and hours just, I mean, they always they keep they always use the word like make chickens yeah. like they because they breed them, and so they talk about like making these animals to the specifications of this book. It's very odd in that way. There's a certain amount of power not to get like too deep on people who just like breed chickens, but there is like an amount of power in the fact that you are making the <laughs> perfect animal. It's like, I'm not obviously saying anything about anyone's psyche in the film, but it seemed like everyone had these sort of, not chaotic lives, but, you know, just the normal amount of, like, not control that we have in our day-to-day lives. Like, you don't really get what you want, but you can control literally making a chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am, there's one, there's one person in particular who that I, well, there's a couple actually, aren't there? There's, there's a, the sort of mother and um, and she's, it, yeah, it seems to reflect a sort of lack of control in her life. And then there's there's a younger guy who, like, sings show tunes. Uh, <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> and his dad, oh, my God, I could talk about his dad for days. <laughs> um, but so this guy's, like, singing show tunes on the, like, in a town, you know, down the ways mm. um and he he touches on being you know bullied and picked on and stuff and like how the chicken there's one way he says like the chickens never judge me and it's like oh babe oh, no. <laughs> um also you don't know that but um but they but like yeah i definitely feel for those guys it seems like trying to get this control but then there's the other guy who's like he's a um um, he he works on cars, doesn't he? he works on rally cars. Yeah, he's a mechanic, mm. but like a, like an engineer. Um, so he he's like he's got a really like very scientific mind about it, and like mm. it's something there's something a bit like <laughs> frightening about him. But like he still he he's still like you know you get these wonderful human moments where he like gets his success and. You know, you see him cry and things, and you're like, oh, "Okay, you're probably you're probably not a psychopath," but like, so some moments <laughs> where it is it is a bit touch and go. Yeah, I I got that from him as well. Where he, do you know, he reminds me of. I used to go to railway exhibitions when I was a child. My dad's a model mm. railway enthusiast, and he just really reminds me of those guys where they do just completely, they live for their thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that they all do in a way, but he does in like I think the most typical way. Because you'd look at uh, what's the name? Uh, is it Brian, the uh, show singer's name, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sherry, Sherry? I never know. Yeah. Um, and they're like sort of not so typical. 
I guess he's more of like the character in the film. A, a character you'd expect from the film. Because I thought I thought there would be more weird people in it, I guess. Yeah. That really I was really struck by that. Um it, do you know, because I, I saw I saw this documentary maybe. I think I I think I remember seeing it like uh, early COVID. Um and it's a wonderful escapist bit. Although there is a point where like bird flu breaks out and it was like this is too real. But they, um, but they, I, I remember at the time, in my mind, thinking back on it before I rewatched it um, yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, they're all nuts. They're all like, yeah, all these weird guys. And then you watch it, and it's like actually they're like inc- incredibly normal. Like, and maybe that's just the way it's made and the way they're like, you know, they're not framed as being mm. odd. Um, although you do get lots, I guess you do get lots of wonderful scenes of like. Uh, you know, people doing chicken impressions. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. quite, there's, there's quite a lot of chicken impressions in in, or people like really anthropomorphic, like, like really like putting voices, but like acting out how, what they think their chicken is saying and things like that, and like that's pretty nuts. But generally, yeah, everyone seems quite normal. Yeah, I'd forgotten about those little um insert especially the woman with the uh, there's a woman with a cardigan on with roosters all, <laughs> roosters all <laughs> yeah. over it. i guess yeah. i thought she would be like the archetypal chicken person um like there is another mm. documentary about cats where it's crefts for cats and they're all right. from memory like exactly as you'd imagine it's like a pageant Show, you know what I mean? Everyone's sort of at each other's throats. Mm. And I think that was so nice about chicken people. It's like, no, chicken people are cool. They're kind of chill. Yeah, they are. <laughs> there's a real like generosity of spirit. They're, they're, there's, they're all like, they've really got a lot of love yeah. to give, these chicken people. Um, do you know what's funny? So I also, um, there's a there's a, a great companion piece. If, if you're listening to this and you're not... <laughs> sure that you want to invest an hour and 20 minutes in in show chickens there is uh a, on iplayer there's an, there's like an eight minute short called chicken man which is um unsurprisingly uh this is the same um but he it's about just one guy he's in scotland actually i think he's in county durham um but he he goes to like british chicken um like pageants or chicken shows and at first when you see him you're like you're, you're, you, you, I say you. It's just me. <laughs> I, I was sort of excited to find out about like this weirdo. Like, do you know what I mean? You're like, oh yeah, like you're gonna, you're gonna be a weirdo, and I'm gonna yeah. laugh at that, and that's that's fun <laughs> for me. And then even even in that, you know, within five minutes, you're like, oh, you're like, you're just a really down to earth, like, lovely guy. <laughs> you just, you just, you just absolutely love chickens. That's just, that's it. Like. There's, and there's something, yeah, I think that I, it's good to have that expectation challenged a little bit. I think especially with documentaries, you're often going in because you're like, oh, yeah, I want to see a weirdo. Yeah, you want to see a weirdo. Yeah, because <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's like, like, the, like I think of all my favourite documentaries and, and there's so many weirdos. Like, because I, I was listening to the episode that you did um, with um, Hannah and like the, you know, the whole, the reason that documentary is so great is because the guy from the Brian Johnston massacre is such a goddamn weirdo, <laughs> but it's great. It's great telly. Um, but like in this, it's like, I guess the chickens are the weirdos. I guess that's, that's yeah. the like, they, they keep you rooted in the weirdo world. Mm. 
because they are they're weird. <laughs> There's no denying that chickens are weird. Chickens are weird, especially like watching a chicken like be bathed. Like there's so so many shots of chickens getting bathed, and like when a chicken's got all of its um like all of its plumage like wet down against it, they look fucking weird, don't they? Oh my god! Terrifying little scrawny things. That's a good point, actually, because I thought there was. I kept thinking, oh, there's something odd that happens. There's something odd that does happen in the film, and I think it's that. I think it's just watching, well, watching people treat chickens like pets will mm. never feel. I'm not saying. Obviously, I think it's it's not wrong, but it's right. But <laughs> <laughs> but I just think you never see it. You never see it. I mean, because really mm. the, the film is about obsession. And I thought it was interesting, like, you know, when people are getting the awards and obviously, uh, like, emotional mm-hmm. and very, like, it's all been worth it. Hours and hours and hours of my life have all been worth it. And I don't know why that just, like, stuck with me so much of, like, mm-hmm. humans can put, like, worth and obsession into anything. Like, that was the, my main takeaway of, like, you could just choose anything and be, like, if I'm good at this, then my life's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. And I think they're like, there's there's a point in it towards the end where there's that guy. So the the um, the mechanic, the guy who like got the mechanic into chickens, where he says something like, um, there's thousands of people that know more about chickens than me, but mm. there's millions that know less. And like... This idea that, like, he's someone who's dedicated his whole life to chickens and he's still, like, I still don't know as much as all of these other people. And, like, they're constantly setting yourself against other people to be, like, I'm the most obsessed about chickens. I guess, you know, like we're, obviously we're coming from a world of comedy and I guess you could say, you know, it's the same sort of obsessive hobbyism um, that drives ultimately... Pro- to a professional, to a point of professionalism in comedy, where you're like, you do this thing so much in your spare time that it ends up becoming your job. I, I don't think that happens with the chicken people. Um, mm. I mean, I, mean I, I hopefully there are professional chicken <laughs> groomers um, about, but I do, but there's it doesn't seem like there's any money in it. Like it 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 doesn't seem like yeah. it must be. It's an expensive hobby. You need a lot of space. I mean, one thing I so I didn't actually I didn't actually think it at the time, but as I was making said omelette earlier, I um it occurred to me I can't remember seeing like an you know an hour and a half of telly in the last few years where there's there you there is not a single person like there 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 is no person of color near this film, like it is the whitest film yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's quite, it's quite something. I didn't, but again, yeah. it, you know, not not in any. I'm not, I'm not saying that to 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 you know to, uh, to its detriment or anything like that. It's just it shows how you know this sort of hobby that the the requirements of this hobby, having all that space and time and dedicating it specifically to chickens. You know, I'm sure there are people of color who are. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to um, erase the. Um, <laughs> You know, black and brown chicken people. I'm sure they're about, but like, it's a it's a very white hobby by by the looks of things. I found that very like striking when it hit me. Yeah, definitely. 
like you know these people have like family farms and they just kind of especially the um brian knox who uh, has been doing it since he was a child and it did seem like it was like a family a family run mm-hmm. thing yeah yeah well he's because he's the one with the like the the lovely dad I don't want to spoil it for anyone that watches it, but there's a bit in it where he like puts on it. He he's like he's he's he doesn't want to do his like sixties. He's in this like sixties show where they like they sing all the hits from the sixties, and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm gonna make it solo, and he does this like solo show, and it's like, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I, it, it just as someone that's promoted a lot of comedy gigs in my time, it really was quite triggering scene of like someone's just like real like just like a bus full of old people turning up to this venue and no one else um but then there's a scene at the end which i only realized this time but his dad the whole time his dad is wearing the t-shirt from his 1960s um singing thing like his dad is just the most supportive like guy and there's something there's just something so tender about that do you know what I mean like when this guy's away from home his parents are just tending to his chickens on his behalf for like hours every day um and it's just there's a real like kindness underneath all of it that I find it's quite inescapable watching this film like how sort of the tenderness that goes that goes into it it's like he is held up as well by that kindness because obviously he's had such a rough time and yeah i didn't actually notice that he was wearing the t-shirt <laughs> but i <laughs> i saw him at the end you know taking photos and mm-hmm. videos of him on stage and i guess it is like he obviously feels the same sort of kindness to them when you know when they're looking after his chickens and he's like but he's still my dad and they're doing this and they hate it Maybe someone who wasn't a chicken person, maybe a cat person would have been like, yeah, so you should take care of my yeah. cats. You know what I mean? Like, you're my parents, so you should... I mean, I'm making horrible generalisations about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, maybe... I thought that kind of... Yeah, it's like, um, it's like old-timey, down-to-earth kind of vibe to the whole film of mm-hmm. people just mm-hmm. kind of getting on with what they love to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old timey is right as well because there's there was, I was watching it and I was thinking like, this could be, like at any, at, at at any time in the last like forty plus years. Yeah. Like the the only the only discerning features you've got are like, the, the odd item of clothing, but like even that, everything is like, it it could be the eighties. Yeah. It could be like if it weren't for the quality of film it could be a bit earlier like it's so it's so hard to pin down. And I guess you know I guess that makes sense in as much as like you know they've all been these these competitions have been running in similar ways and they've been judged by the same book all this time mm. and you know it's like it 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 hasn't really changed a lot in that time I guess but mm. I don't know yeah it just feels there's there's a real like timelessness about it. Definitely. When I was watching it the first time through, I didn't in an in, I'll say a little wrong, in an ad- admission, I um wasn't this is this problem I have with a lot of documentaries where I can recognise the like kindness and the warmth, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'm not connecting with people. You know, there's a bit in um, Sherry's um, family story where she fell into alcoholism. And um, mm-hmm. I find it hard to like stay super tuned in or uh, maybe this is everyone or to like really feel mm-hmm. very connected mm-hmm. when it's like the the sort of struggle story or it's gonna sound cruel but it's like I kind of zone out a little bit and I find that you know like um you're watching something that's like a climber mm-hmm. and his wife comes out and it's like oh I'm so proud of him climbing the mountain I'm kind of one of these people that's like get up the mountain yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I felt yeah. a bit there were times in the film where I was a little bit like where are the chickens show me this chicken show yeah and I wasn't um I was like heartened by the warmth of it but then at the end where um the mentor gives his mentoree mm-hmm. that fountain straight up crying <laughs> yeah. didn't see it coming just straight up crying it's it's a lovely moment that. yeah like and you know again speaks to the timelessness of it because it's because the guy hands down this like you know he's got he says he's got no idea how old it is but it's you know it's got to be a hundred plus year old thing mm-hmm. bit of bit of porcelain or whatever it is but yeah really like there's a real tenderness that i i I totally understand um i think there's because i think in documentaries often you can feel when the director whoever's behind the camera has been like oh can can you mention that thing that you told us before again or can you like is it should we talk about you know in this case it's like because it, it feels a little bit surprising when the alcoholism sort of gets mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd compare it because there's a point in the film where is it Brian Knox, the guy, the singer, where he he mentions about being bullied and sort of mm-hmm. being being sort of on always um, like trying to deal with this like you know f- feeling of of being judged and of being mm-hmm. outcast. And that feels like it comes that to me at least that felt like it came up, like he just he wanted to tell us that. Yeah, <laughs> like definitely. He, it felt really organic. It felt really like this is something that is playing on this guy's mind right now and probably all the time, and like he needs to tell us this right now. Like this has not been nudged mm. in any way. Do you know what I mean? I think, and I think there's some documentaries that can like. You know, because I guess because they've only got a certain amount of time and because they've got a certain story that they want to tell, that they it ends up feeling like a bit crowbarred in when it's like, we don't need this extra emotive element that you're trying to introduce. I guess if you discover that about somebody in a documentary, then I it would be like, oh, that would be a great sort of theme. I guess maybe I'm, I'm being a little... It does add to everything. Um, because obviously at the end it's like she wins something and she like overcomes Mm -hmm. but yeah there's always these like threads through documentaries that yeah you're totally right like the director has obviously just picked up on and thought that would be a good thread can you say that again (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. whereas I feel like like she's such an interesting character in herself anyway that like you know it's just it's just She's got real Jennifer Coolidge energy, I thought. Big time, yes. Like, there's a real sort of, like, 
uh, like I guess a sort of like dappiness, a sort of big-hearted, like, mm. but sort of on the edge of like there's something there's there's something like bubbling under there that like she always she always seems sort of on the edge of like tipping over, mm. um, but also like pretty silly. Like there's that scene where she's bird watching and she just constantly interrupts herself to name birds <laughs> that are like have just landed nearby, which is just great fun. So yeah, that was brilliant. It's nice as well to watch to watch someone who's like a mum who's like I've got all these kids, I've got you know all this stuff going on all the time, and to see her like have her own obsession. It's kind of rare that you ever. I can't think of any other. Real examples of people, who, mm. I guess, people who were older than her. Yeah, I really like that. The fact that she like has, she just seems to live in her own world. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, there is, and and I think a lot of the time with, um, I guess maybe it's different when animals are involved, but I guess a lot of sort of hobbyistic, like traditionally, there's there's that stupid old, you know not unsexist joke about oh, I can't even remember now but like but like hobbies <laughs> like kind of just, but like hob- <laughs> this is my way of getting in my horrible opinions in this podcast finally the platform I've been waiting for um but like but hobbies are like traditionally considered like male yes. things right like I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's like true anymore or, or even ever was necessarily but like but that's just like been considered to be the case mm. for a long time and i think that um may, yeah as i say maybe that's different when it comes to things with animals again it does you know it's 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 a gendered stereotype but mm. the sort of caring character um which i think definitely um sherry falls into mm. of, of like she's she's just got too she's got too much love to yeah. give like because she's got because she go there's that list where she like lists all of her animals and yeah. She's got like a llama and like hundreds of rabbits and like mm. it's, just, it's just it's a it's a it's a long list. But then I guess I guess I I have no idea. I've never actually watched Crufts. Um but I I guess that's a pretty sort of gender split. Yeah. I don't know what what's your experience. I know that you've got a great bit of comedy about Crufts, but have you got <laughs> yeah. have you have you watched much of it? The I've watched. I guess I haven't sat through a whole crust. I'm sorry, um, but I what I've seen in clips. It's it seems like a lot of women are in crafts, mm. but I don't know what the age gap of it is. Because for me, um, you know, it's like a woman who is like a hobby, a hobby woman. Um, <laughs> that's and, that's what we call you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's always if you have children. I always see like, well, you know, most. Again, this is like probably not true anymore, but it has been in time. You have to wait for your children to grow up and leave and and then you can have your time. Mm. So it might be that there's just more money in crafts. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So it, it does seem like a proper profession and the people there are breeding them as like a job. And um, so I guess, and there is that differentiation of like, if things make you money, then it's fine to do alongside other things. Yeah. And I think that's so nice about this film is that it's hobby for the sake of hobby. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that that genderedness um, stuck out to me because, as I say, like I was around so many like obsessive hobbyists 
growing mm. up and it was entirely men. Yeah. So I don't think I saw one woman uh, ever. I was like always the only girl at um, a railway right. show. <laughs> yeah. Or exhibition. That. So, <laughs> so I thought that's just, yeah, why that stuck out to me is like, you know, she's got like the time and space. And I thought it was interesting that she says, you know, my husband and my children come first but my poultry is my life. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I thought that was quite telling that she's like, she's not going to say they come second, mm-hmm. but... They're, they're everything else. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Because you get that with, um, I can't remember his name now, but the the engineer where he, because um, he talks about how, because he works these you know, long days on cars and then... Um, Although I suppose, yeah, in a fun sort of gender, um, like unexpected gender role, his mum was the rally car driver, right? Like his, oh, that's yeah, a, that was yeah. a fun little thing. But um, but mm. he was like, oh yeah, like I couldn't have a, I couldn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> like it's so, it's so straightforward about yes. like, oh yeah, I mean like, because I've got my job and then I've got my chickens. So like where, how would that ever work? And then, then you eventually meet his ex and it's like, oh yeah, she breeds chickens <laughs> that's how that's how that happened um because this is the only place that you go <laughs> it's not work it's like your shed or these competitions oh i really wanted them to get together again yeah um, yeah that was this that's the storyline who... that i was invested in <laughs> yeah in the sequel mm. we'll look out for it <laughs> there's 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 a real tenderness to him which i didn't expect for for someone who is like this seemingly you know like maths brained like the way he he um breeds all his chickens like he he has a number for every chicken and he like Mm. has on every chicken's cage he's got the the number of each grandparent and then the number of the parents and then he talks about how he can like remember each of them by number there's just something about not giving them a name do you know what i mean yeah and yeah. like he's very math brainy, but he's the one that I found that you actually get. I I found for myself like most of like the moments that I found most touching were him. Like the moment early on when he like wins best in class or whatever, and um, mm. just starts crying, and it's yeah. like okay, that's like that's a nice <laughs> little twist. But you're yeah. like. Um, I don't know, like, you just don't, like, there's, again, it all, I guess it's all gender stereotypes, but you just don't expect that, like, vulnerability to be shown by a man who's, like, really, like, cars and maths. Yeah, <laughs> and this is it. And then wins a chicken competition and has a little cry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought it was so sweet. And, like, yeah, it really, I think it just showed, like, our, how every, everyone wants to feel special. And it's like so rewarding to like work mm-hmm. towards something like whatever that is, and then you get to feel like you've really done something. And what's it? And um, Sherry describes it as being victorious. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so nice because really, I mean, what is it? It's breeding chickens. But, like, <laughs> but it's yeah to feel like you're victorious in your own way. I just thought it was lovely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, also you would like. You would feel special because these chickens are gorgeous, Jane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I'm doing them down. But... <laughs> they're so like, like there's those ones that have like the really like fluffy. They've got these like big fluffy white afros 
the like there's yeah. those ones or the ones with the like um sort of black and white um like plumage the like the like every feather is like do you, do you know the ones the ones i mean that they're like yeah those that every um, um feather is like clearly got these lines around it and lineated from each other feather and they just look so gorgeous together yeah um yeah. i realize i'm <laughs> I'm getting really horny for these chickens. But, um, <laughs> but like, it's just, and I can, but I can understand why in particular as well. Like, if like they they they're special looking things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they do seem yeah. like they are like inordinately um, like ornate in the way mm. that they all look. So I can understand that like feeling. I guess it's like if you're like I don't know if you work with jewels or something you're like you you're you're like you feel like of a higher caliber or a higher grade because you're around these shiny things all the time and then for yeah. these guys they get to be around like really sexy chickens just all, <laughs> all the time <laughs> oh yeah they're lucky they're lucky they're <laughs> Oh, brilliant. I don't think I've got anything else to ask you, but would you like to add anything? Oh, there's just lots of really fun little moments in it. And I think, I just urge, yeah, if anyone that's not seen it, to just give it, like a, like a Sunday evening, a sort of like, mm. it's 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 such a like gentle, if you've had like a really like tedious day at work or something, it's such a gentle, there's like the kids who like, I guess actually, no, there's, there's this, this, just remind myself of one thing that I guess I, a point I did find interesting, but like there's there's um there's a lot of like shots of like these two kids, these two like twins. There's a couple of groups of like kids who are all breeding chickens, and they're just tremendous value. Like they're so funny and they're so like like seeing like kids are so silly, and then the chickens are, and they're always like the chickens are just climbing <laughs> on their heads. There's a lot of fun to be had there, but there's a point in it where um. They they ask like the the documentary will have clearly asked like do you eat your chickens and they um there's a point where and they like you know you get the whole re- array of answers of people being like I eat chicken but I would never eat my chickens um so there's that one like quite gruff guy who's like yeah <laughs> like he's like okay bit worried about that but then there's like they're really there's a I don't know if you remember but there's a really like quite terrifying child (laughs) who's like who's like says like we eat our chickens when they like don't make the grade and there's this like (laughs) this like look down the camera of like if our chickens are not beautiful enough we will eat them (laughs) and it's so like shocking in that moment but it does raise an interesting like you know (laughs) philosophical question i guess of like for all of these people, seemingly they all eat chicken, but like, what? Where's where's the line? If you're, and even if someone would eat chickens that they raise, but they would never eat the sort of show chickens that they um, raise. And that's I find that really interesting in terms of like, well, you clearly consider chickens to be like lesser than you because you eat them. So like, yeah. What is it about these ones that are that are on a sort of human level? where you would never touch them. Yeah. Or I guess they're in that level that's just under human level, which is where, like, dogs and cats and other pets are. Um, where it's like, you're still you're still lesser than 
us. <laughs> but like you're a higher caliber. Um I just find that really I find that really interesting, like um relationship they actually have. Because you talked earlier about them being like um pets and there's points even where it's like they seem like family where they're like um talking about these chickens as if they're like f- fully you know active members of the family which i guess then makes sense not not to eat them <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just find that really interesting yeah it does really blur that line doesn't it of like what what is a chicken is it a pet is it food is it what is it because i i thought i would come away from this film being more vegetarian and then i think by the end i was mm. like yeah fuck it let's see him <laughs> Let's eat him. Let's eat him. I get it though. I think I'd be upset if I like if I ate chicken and then someone showed me a picture of one of these like like exquisite yeah. sexual animals and then and then um and was like you've eaten this like gorgeous beast. I probably would be a bit like oh fuck. <laughs> That's, that chicken's that chicken is is like. Too beautiful to eat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess maybe that's why, because chickens are like the ones that we eat are like pretty fugly. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe that's maybe that's where the sort of hierarchy comes in. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll eat the ugly ones. <laughs> I think that's that's a beautiful thought to end on. Um, <laughs> but thank you so so much, Martin. I've really appreciated you being on. This has been such a fun record. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much to Martin for giving your time and your insights to this podcast and for bringing such a wonderful film to my attention. As you can tell, Martin is such a funny person, but also probably one of the warmest people I've ever met. Martin has a Substack, which I urge you all to join and it will be in the show notes. Also, check out the fantastic work that Objectively Funny has done over the years, such as the small book on mental health and the invaluable help and support they have provided to performers at the Fringe year on year. And now comes time for me to ask for your kindness and support. If you could like and subscribe or whatever kind of terminology they are using on the platform that you're listening on, that would be very much appreciated. We've got lots of exciting episodes coming up. So I would really appreciate you staying in touch. And if you've enjoyed this, share it on your socials. Do we still use the word socials? I don't know. But I would really, really appreciate you spreading the word if you feel like it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope you have a wonderful day.